Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. It's such a pleasure to have you with us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, a single story long, just a few minutes long in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to fill them with some great storytelling. We've got some for you today, and it's coming up in just a moment. Before we get there, though, we want to remind you that we bring you a few of these bites each week in preparation for our full hour-long episode drop. That comes on Thursday, and of course that hour this Thursday includes a wonderful story by the terrific Alabama storyteller Dolores Hydock, a story called Occam's Razor. It's a story about the wonderful outpouring of service and help that comes to Dolores and her mother in a period of decline for her mom. That story will bring to mind people that you love, ways in which you have reached out and been reached out to when there's been need. And we invite you to join us for that story on Thursday. In the meantime, I'm thrilled to be joined in the studio by Dr. Brian Tanner, our producer. Brian, it's great to have you with me. <laughs> feel like I had to start that way, yeah, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pirate captain Brian Tanner. We've we've got a pirate story yeah, for you sure today. Do. Yeah, yeah. Um, a pirate story involving, among other things, dirty socks. Dirty so socks. If, you, if if that's your thing, then you're gonna love this what, one. One can know. only imagine the dirty socks <laughs> in the pirate world. Exactly. <laughs> so this one's called the Ballad of Dirty Joe, um, and it's by Bill Harley. He's yeah. a favorite on this show. Yeah. Uh, we featured him as recently as episode, uh, season two, episode six. Happy birthday, Mrs. Nottingham. Right. So if if you listen to this and you're like, gee, I'd like another uh, Bill Harley story, jump back to episode That's six. Right. <laughs> and who wouldn't? You know, and, and, yeah. and that story, of course, was recorded live in the Appleseed studio with our terrific studio audience. And it's a story that will bring elementary school memories yeah. to mind, right? Yeah. Frankly, this story may also bring elementary yes. school oh, memories. Oh man, to mind. this is this is a fun one. It's just really yeah. silly yeah. and really but you know, even though it's just it's very silly, it's told in rhyme, yeah. you know. It's dirty socks and all that. But even <laughs> though it's just very silly, there's there's something there that's I think is really special about sibling relationships yeah. and especially like as you as you grow up together, uh, how how those relationships stay the same in some ways and change in other ways. Yeah. The Ballad of Dirty Joe by Bill Harley, right here on The Appleseed. Out upon the briny deep, where the wild and wet winds blow, there lived a cruel and evil man, the pirate Dirty Joe. He sailed upon the scummiest craft that ever left the docks. He roamed the world and seven seas in search of dirty socks. He wore a scratchy, scraggly beard and had but one good eye. And with a tattered piece of sail, his oily hair he'd tie. Hooked for an arm? I yes, that too. He found it very handy for picking in between his teeth to get out sticky candy. His one good eye surveyed the seas searching for some ship. And when he spied a boat out there, he'd sneer and lick his lips. 
All hands on deck, he'd order. There's treasure to be had. He'd shake his one fist in the air and laugh like he were mad, fire a cannon cross the bow, board the other craft, make the crew take off their shoes, and with a horrid laugh, he tied the sailors all up tight and robbed them of their socks and left their ship a-floundering to run up on the rocks. The socks he took from other ships, you'll be surprised to learn. He hung upon his rigging lines that stretched from bow to stern. They flapped and fluttered in the breeze, five hundred little flags, and the smell that those old socks gave off was enough to make you gag. From China to the Ivory Coast, Australia up to Spain, the pirate did his dirty work across the bounding main. You could always tell a boat Joe robbed by looking at the crew, for fear was deep within their eyes, and all their toes were blue. Till one day as he sailed his ship somewhere near Mandalay, his lookout spied another boat beating across the bay. Aha, said Joe, we'll get that boat. We'll catch him now by thunder. For sure as I am dirty Joe, there's socks there we can plunder. The pirates cheered and set their sails to catch up with their prey. They sharpened up their swords and knives. The boat danced in the spray. But suddenly the cheering stopped. The wind, it gave a moan. For on the other boat there flew a flag of skull and bone. And from mast to mast, from bow to stern, flying everywhere, there flapped and snapped five hundred pairs of pilfered underwear. Boxers big and boxers small, with stripes and polka dots, and tidy whities hung there too, like the ones your grandpa's got. And lined up on the other deck, armed with swords and knives, was a sight that made the men all shake and fear for their own lives. One hundred pirate women waved their daggers and their swords, and a woman pirate captain yelled, Girls, let's climb aboard. It's Stinky Annie, someone said, and her band of smelly varmints. She captures every boat she can and takes their undergarments. Then all is lost, another said. We don't have a chance. You can't be a pirate if you don't have underpants. You lily-livered lunks of lard, lashed out Dirty Joe. What sort of pirates are you, lads? That's what I want to know. We'll show them. We'll take their boat. We'll tie them up, he roared. We'll take their socks and their sneakers, too, and throw them overboard. The pirates there with Dirty Joe screamed and cheered and yelled. Someone blew a whistle. Someone rang a bell. And as the boats drew closer still, the pirates cursed and muttered, while a thousand pair of underwear and socks all flapped and fluttered. Finally, the two boats met. On the ways they rocked. Get up now, boys, Joe cried out. Take off all their socks. But even as the men attacked the women waiting there, Stinky Ann called to her crew, Girls, get their underwear! It was an awful battle, a loud and raucous fray. At first, it seemed the dirty Joe might win and have his way. But then Joe's first mate noticed that Stinky Annie's crew 
all were fighting barefoot. They had no socks or shoes. What's the point? Another said. Why make all this fuss? If we can't get their dirty socks, what's in it for us? No, said Joe. Don't give up now. But he spoke the words too late. And Stinky Annie and her crew quickly sealed their fate. Stinky Annie climbed aboard. She cornered Dirty Joe. She said, I want your boxers now, in case you didn't know. Dirty Joe looked up and said, Before you have your fun, your face looks quite familiar. You remind me of someone. Stinky Annie lowered her sword. They peered at one another. Wait, she said. I see it now. You're Joe, my little brother. That's right, said Joe. Your sister Anya bounced me on your knee. Put down your sword. Give up this fight. Pray, don't do this to me. Stinky Annie gave a smile. A tear came to her eye. All her crew looked on in awe. They'd never seen her cry. Little Joey. How are you, she said. How have you been? I'm just fine, dear sister Anne, Joe said, and gave a grin. Good, said Annie. That's just great. Her one eye shone and danced. Now, do just what I say, you squirt. I want your underpants. But Annie, you're my sister, Joe blubbered and he whined. Can it, Joey? Annie said, I haven't got the time. Just because we're family doesn't mean I care. I'm a pirate. That's my job. I want the underwear. So, Dirty Joe surrendered and did what his sister said. And when he did, it's safe to say, more than his face was red. Stinky Annie sailed away and still she roams the seas with her brother's boxers high above, flapping in the breeze. Dirty Joe... He sailed home close to the Bay of Fundy. He's not a pirate anymore because he has no undies. That's the finish of this tale. It's stupid and it's done. But there's a lesson here I'd impart to everyone. If you've got an older sister, then I feel bad for you. For just as long as she's alive, she'll tell you what to do. <laughs> Bill Harley with The Ballad of Dirty Joe. A little pirate fun here on the Appleseed. I've been listening to it not only with you, but with our producer, Brian Tanner. Brian, thanks for bringing that story to us. Yeah, no problem. I just I thought it would be a fun thing to lift us up. And uh, I, I love the, the little kernel there about siblings. Yeah, sure, they can drive you crazy like yeah. this or whatever. But, you know, there is something kind of special about sibling relationships as as you grow older, yeah. you know, and, and with my own sisters, and, uh, he's, he says, beware of, of older sisters. I've got three of them, yeah. you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, it, you know, I was I've actually been thinking about this recently, and this is kind of a uh, a sharp turn into something a little sad. But hmm. my best friend from childhood recently died. Mm. And so I went to his funeral this last week 
And when I was there, I saw his three surviving siblings. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't seen them in many, many, many years. And um, and it was so fascinating for me to watch and be like, wow, this is 20 years later. They're all grown up, but they're still kind of playing out the same dynamics. You know, <laughs> they're still kind of the goofball. And then sure. there's this there's the like take charge, you know, <laughs> like I've got the plan for everything. And I'm just like, I don't know. That's sibling relationships are just so special the way they endure, yeah. you know, and the the way that they change as well. I mean, they weren't exactly the same. They've all got like a measure of emotional maturity and sure. life experience that they didn't have before. But at the core, it was just like very sweet to see them. And especially the way that they were banding together, just being like, we've lost one of ours, you know, and yeah. and uh, now it's just the three of us and we really got to stick together. I, I could really get that sense from them. And it really is true that the seeds that you, in in the flower of adulthood, you see the seeds that were planted when you were kids. Yeah. You know, you really do get to see that. The child is the father of the man. Right. Of, yeah. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I've always thought that Bill Harley understands what it's like to be a kid, mm-hmm. maybe better than a lot of storytellers do. You yeah. Know, he, he, he really does as he tells stories. And it's, it, it's apparent even in a piece like that, there's a real a kind of rich understanding of how it feels yeah. to be a how kid. Unjust yeah. and how unjust <laughs> how, how, how it feels to be a little brother, yeah. how it feels to be an older sister. Yeah. You know, it's it's all it's all there. Yeah, uh, very much. I have had those feelings with my older sisters. Like, why do they always win? Yeah. You know, <laughs> why don't we get to do my game? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and even now, uh, I, I am I am the oldest of several siblings. We are we are five altogether. And. Even now, when we get together to to share with each other stories of when we were kids, we inhabit those characters a little bit. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. when we tell those stories, we we kind of become the kids that we were you mm-hmm. know, in a lot of ways. It's really fascinating. And it's a it's 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 a pleasure to hear that story. Thanks again for bringing it to us. No, thank you. And again, uh, join us on Thursday for uh, a story from the Alabama storyteller Dolores Hydock, a story called Occam's Razor about a time when she and her mother in a period of decline for her mother were the recipients of help and service from a lot of the people around them. And uh, the story will bring back for you memories of people that you love and times when you've reached out to others in help and service or times when you've received help and service from the people around you. A special story in a special episode of The Appleseed. You won't want to miss it. I'm Sam Payne. Can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by The Appleseed.